I think that a lot of us have got an overinflated sense of what we're capable of and an under expectation of what others can do. A lot of high performing people have an over inflated expectation of how well they do things and how able they are. And then therefore they don't think that other people are going to be able to do it like them. I'll give you a really embarrassing example. Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation with me, your host, Nikki Cross. With over 18 years experience in developing people, I'm here to support your personal development to help you achieve your goals, get shit done and truly thrive first in life and in business. Think of this podcast as your weekly investment in yourself to help you gain more clarity on what matters, guide you through the tough stuff, leaving you feeling empowered and reassured that you're totally not alone. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and today I am sharing with you a snippet of our one. What is our one? I hear you cry. I run a group program called the Thrive First Method in which we determine what makes you thrive in life and in business. We reflect every single month. We take the lessons and we set new goals. And every single week we come together to plan, do, review. And part of that where we plan is our one. Now, what I've started to do, our one doesn't officially start till quarter past nine on a Monday morning. And it runs up until 9.55, given everyone who's got a meeting at 10 o'clock time to go for a wee and make a brew. But what I've started to do is have an unofficial chat from nine o'clock till quarter past nine, which is topic focused. So I bring a topic to the table to set us up for the week. And it might have come from things that I've noticed on my client calls. It might have come from people's reflection in the community area in the Thrive First Method. Could have come from anywhere. And that is exactly what I'm sharing with you in today's episode. Today, I am talking about how to actually get support and how to receive support. And I'm sharing, I think it's three really clear cut, easily implementable tips that you can take straight away and implement into your life and into your business. So a couple of things before I play the episode and dive straight in. First thing, this is a live call and I love my live calls because there is a group chat going on live. You will hear in this call that I am doing a lot of responding to the chat, reading the chat, responding to it. You will also hear that I, at points, I'm reading from my own notes and because my handwriting isn't always the best, I struggle a little bit. And then the last thing to mention is I do have permission to share this part of the session, which is important. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. I will be reopening the doors to the Thrive First Method soon. So if you want to join us, just keep your eyes on my website and my Instagram and my social media. If you're not on my mail list, then you can sign up to that you'll be the first to know. And hopefully this episode today gives you a little bit of an insight into the kind of work that we do together. So let's dive in. Good morning. Welcome to our one on the 10th of October, 2022. You know, it's serious when I've got notes. Quite often our hour one rant sermon is fueled by my makeup routine. (laughs) Like, do you guys have those moments? So a lot of people have them in the shower. Some people have them on a drive. Mine is when I'm doing my makeup for sure. I have these thoughts and I'm like, oh, I've got to talk about this. I've got to tell them that. And I go, when are yours? I'd be really interested to know. Let me know in the chat. When are your moments where you're like, your brain is really creative, walking the dogs. Yeah, It's just those moments, isn't it? Where because you're uninterrupted and I think as well, when you're 
physically doing something, um, shower and driving, yeah, ironing, but I don't do that often. <laughs> Amen, sister. Right, okay, I want to get in because we're going to start hour one properly at quarter past, so let's go. The topic that I'd like to talk to you about this week before we get stuck in is um, every single week when we do hour one, quite often I will ask you guys the question, you know, in terms of communication, so it's one of the last things that we cover um, because at this point you will have planned out your week and you will have, you'll know what obligations you've got, you'll know how you're thriving first, you'll know all of the things, it's all there. And quite often I'll ask you the question before we head off, you know, in terms of communication, who do you need to ask for support? I'll also ask you questions like in terms of obstacles that you can see in your inner world and in your outer world, what can you pre-identify? And, you know, who do you need to ask for support? Who might you need to let know about your availability? Who do you need to let down and apologize to in advance? Who do you need to set expectations with? And I was I was thinking about this and I was thinking, I don't actually know how much you guys action those questions. You know how we like we've all got parts of things where we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for me, this part. It's for someone else. So can you just let me know in the chat while I carry on talking? Honestly, honestly, be honest with yourself and then therefore in the chat, honest with me. In terms of that part of our one, how good are you really at asking for support? Um, so let me let me go to my notes and I'll I'll do my little bit before we get into our one. So while you're writing that down, so the question was, in terms of asking for support, do you do that? How often do you do that? Do you actually support yourself by asking for support? And the second question that I've got for you um, to answer is, why do you think I ask that question every single week? Like, why do you think that I say, look, now that you've got your week mapped out and we all know that it's not going to go to plan, that's what the do modules are there for, self-support, self-coaching, et cetera, how to navigate your week, make changes, all of those things. I I'm really interested to know what you think that my thinking is behind asking you or prompting you to ask for support why do you think that I'm doing that? Why do you think I'm asking those questions, asking you to ask yourself those questions? Just an answer to the initial question. We've got, I found it hard at first, but now much better. At first, I felt I had to really justify why I needed support. That's interesting. So you're someone who's been practicing the Thrive First Method for a long time. So it's, thank you for saying that. So it's interesting to see, you know, you found it hard at first, but now you're finding it much better. And um, if you've already answered the first question, could you then go on and answer the second one, which is, why do you think that I ask you to factor that into your week? Why do you think that I'm asking you to look at what support might you need? In fact, now I'm going to answer that question and then I'm going to head into the tips. You guys can put your answers in the chat box. I think that a lot of you might think that the reason that I ask you to consider what support you need in your week and then ask for it. I think the reason that you might think that I do that is to get support, like to actually get the support that you need. But that's actually only the secondary reason. The primary reason that I ask you to consider that and ask those around you for support, it actually links to that answer, which was, I found it hard at first, but now much better. At first, I've 
that I really needed to justify why I needed the support. And then we've got a further answer from a new member. I am resistant to asking as I feel it makes me look weak. My boss says she will support me and take things over. But when she does help, she makes me feel inadequate. So I avoid it now. So what you can see there is the contrast between a newer member and someone who's been practicing since I think last February 2021 in that it's really uncomfortable to ask for support at first particularly like this person saying if you've got a boss or someone around you who makes a big point of them giving you support so let me answer the question why do I ask that every single week I ask it because I know that most of you are uncomfortable with it that's why the secondary reason for me asking that question is so that you actually get support. But the primary reason is because I know that you're not comfortable with it. I know that it's not something that you would naturally do. I know that it is a skill that you are developing. And therefore, in me asking you and prompting you to do that every single week, what I am hopefully developing within yourselves is this tolerance to the discomfort of asking for support and the unlearning of certain beliefs that you might have around asking for support. So let me just take this answer. I am resistant to asking for it as it. I feel it makes me look weak. And then what they're then going on to say is my boss says that she'll support me and she'll take things over. But when she does help, she makes me feel inadequate. So I avoid it now. So what I'd be coaching you on if this was a coaching session is, um, and then we've got someone further saying, it used to be an ego thing for me. I felt like I should be able to do it all myself. What I want to point out to you all is if we've got something within us, like I should be able to do it all myself or asking for help makes me look weak. If there's something there, like a seed, other people's responses are like the water on that seed. And so if they respond in negative ways, like, oh, I'm always helping you out. What it's going to do to that seed is help that seed to grow. Whereas if that seed wasn't there in the first place, their water wouldn't be doing fuck all. It wouldn't be making anything grow because the seed wasn't there. Does that make sense? Please tell me in the chat if that makes sense or not, because it really makes sense in my head. OK, so it goes back to what I'm always saying. When, when something touches a nerve for us, we have to look at when other people do things, how much of this is them? and their stuff, their reaction, their re responses, their behavior, and how much of this is us and what we already have within us. So a few tips before we get into our one. The first thing that I want you all, and please, by all means, write these down. First thing that I, I want you all to consider is what do I want? Not enough of us are asking this question on an ongoing basis, and I want it to be part of your daily questions when you're having a wee, when you're boiling the kettle, when, what do I want? What do I want? So for this person in the chat, I'm resistant, makes me feel weak. My boss says she'll support me. And when she takes things over, when she does help, it makes me feel inadequate. So I avoid it now. For you, what you want is, I want to be able to ask for help without feeling weak. I want to be able to ask for help without feeling inadequate. I want you all to practice the skill of putting your attention on what you do want as opposed to what you don't want. I don't want to look weak. I don't want to feel inadequate. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want. That's where a lot of you, not just in asking for support, but just in general daily life, particularly I notice this when we go on to group coaching and we're like, okay, so what do you want? And a lot of the answers that you give me is, well, I don't want this and I don't want that. And, I don't. and I'm like, cool, what do you want? So tip number one, I want you to focus and practice the skill of asking yourself, what do I want? If that feels too uncomfortable, ask yourself the question, what do I need? 
on an ongoing basis, on a regular ongoing basis at moments throughout your day. Tip number two, I want you to try and ask for support before you need it. Just let that one sink in for a minute. When we, you can't what? I can't ask for support before, right, okay. I want you to consider something. I'm so glad that you're chatting to me in the chat box today. It makes this so much better. I want you to consider something. Let's say that you were carrying around something heavy, like a 25 kilogram type of heavy, right? And you're walking with someone and they at the beginning of the walk, they're like, do you want me to carry that for you for five minutes? And then I'll give it you back. And you're like, no, 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 no. I don't need any help. And actually in your mind, you're like, I really don't. I've only just started carrying this. It is heavy, but it's not having a big impact on me. No, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Asking for help before would look like I'm actually fine right now, but in five minutes, can we swap? And then I'll take it back. That would be so lovely. Thank you. When we get to a point when we've resisted help so much and we're carrying that 25 kilogram bag around and we're on a point in the walk where we're like, fuck, this is heavy. I wish I'd have asked for support. Oh God. We start to do weird things in our minds, like subconsciously think of the person that we're walking with and think it must be nice. Must be nice to be walking along without 25 kilograms. Mm, I wish I was enjoying the walk as much as you are without the 25 kilograms. And we go into a martyr mode, a martyr mode of like, and then by the time we're actually exhausted, the asking for help sounds like, can you just please take this off me? Exactly that word, resentful. Can you just please take this off me? For God's sake, it's really heavy. I'm really sore. That is exactly the same as waiting to get to a point of exhaustion, had enoughness, can't do it anymore. That is what you're doing by not asking for support in advance. So the reason why I ask you every single week to ask for support in little ways is to build up your skill of actually asking for and receiving support. Yeah, so they're different things. Asking for support is one thing. Receiving support is another, right? That was tip number two. Try and ask for it before you need it. What does that say? Decisions, impressions. What does that say? Discuss implications. We've done that. Okay. <laughs> okay, number three. Address the woman who knows her worth. Right, I know what I mean. Tip number three is, when I say to you at the end of hour one every single week, and I want you to build your self-supportive statement. Norm, the way I do that is I have a picture in my mind of who I would like to be. Um, not in like a ooh, hashtag goals kind of way, but more in a who do I deserve to be? And then my I am statement is built around that. So when I'm saying here, address the woman who knows her worth, I want you to think of yourself, a version of yourself that truly, truly knew her worth truly knew where she brought value, truly knew what she was worth. And then what would she do? Would she be trying to do it all herself? Or would she be like, hell no, my value is over here doing these things. So I'm going to need help with all of these other things because I know my worth and I'm not even going to try and do it all, all on my own. Does the worthy version of yourself think that it is the strong and in inverted commas thing to do to try and do it all yourself? Or does, or does the worthy version of yourself think, fuck that, I am much more deserving of help and support. People around me really love me, love me and I need to remember that. Um, last tip, and then we're going to move into our one. When I ask you the question, 
Who do you need to ask for support? Who do you need to let down or apologize to? Who do you need to set boundaries with? Who do you need? All of those things. I think what a lot of you, and this is me thinking, so if I haven't got this spot on, I apologize. But I imagine that a lot of you are seeing things in very black or white, all or nothing, zero or 100%. So like, when I'm asking you, who do you need to ask for support? You'll look at your week and be like, no one else can do that. No one else can take that off me. The first thing is, sorry if this triggers anyone. I think that a lot of us have got an overinflated sense of what we're capable of and an under expectation of what others can do. Like a lot of, bless you, a lot of high performing people have an over inflated expectation of how well they do things and how able they are. And then therefore, <laughs> and then therefore, they don't think that other people are going to be able to do it like them. I'll give you a really embarrassing example. When JJ was eight weeks old, um, Jimmy, my husband, was on Deal or No Deal. And I went to go and be in the audience. And bear in mind, my mother-in-law was, um, had been a childminder for her whole career. And I left her with written instructions on how to make a bottle and how to swaddle him. That, that, it's like we have control issues, exactly. We have an overinflated sense of what we're capable of. So for that question, I want you to really question yourself. Can someone else do it um, with me? Can someone else do a portion of it? So when I ask you the question at the end, can you get support? Don't think in all or nothing terms. Like think about it as in, well, can someone take a little bit of that off me? Or can someone do something to prep that would help me? Or can someone do it with me that actually wouldn't make, make the workload any less, but would make the energetic heaviness of that task a little bit less? You know, so an example of that is me and my old neighbor, we now don't live in the same road. We actually come together every single year to write Christmas cards together. That's something that could be like a really boring task, but actually it's a really lovely evening that we both just spend together. Um, so I asked myself, can someone do it good enough? Maybe not how I would do it, but is it good enough? I love that. Well done. That is brilliant. Okay. And what does this say? Oh, one last note. And then I wrote at the very end of my notes. For me, thriving first means not rushing. So what I was saying there is like, I used to leave it to like the very last minute to get out the house and go somewhere. Me having my cortisol level levels raised like that and my heartbeat raised like that, that's not thriving first. So sometimes if I was rushing to drop them off so that I can get there, I'll say to Jimmy, could you drop off? Even though I can, it means me rushing. So it's little things like that. Okay, I hope that served you. Let's now move in to our one, shall we? So you all know the question that's about to come. How do you feel today? Let me know in the chat. How do you feel today? Remember, the reason why I'm asking you to answer that question, how do you feel today? is to give yourself the support of then asking yourself, and therefore, what do I need? So we don't need to take ourselves out of the feeling. We're not doing it for that. We're doing it so that we can meet ourselves where we're at. So I really want you to meet yourself where you're at in your planning out of your week. If this is the version of you that we're planning for, how's your week going to look? Have a real think about that. If I said to you, yeah, let me um, flip it around. If I said to you, oh, guys, I'm feeling really anxious this week. What would you say that I needed? Just give me your answers in the chat. 
And that's where we're going to leave it today. <laughs> I hope that this has given you an insight into the kind of work that we do together. I will be reopening the doors to the Thrive First Method soon. And if not already, by the time you're listening to this episode and keeping them open too. So please take this as your sign to investigate is this right for you to join? I hope so. And I hope to see you in there. If not, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too. Thank you for being here with me today all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague, and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram, or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.